Obi-Wan in episode six will will fight Darth Vader and Obi-Wan will like skewer him with a lightsaber. And then we're like, what? Vader is dead. They and then they'll take, it. They'll take <laughs> off the mask and it's the Grand Inquisitor. Oh my God, he killed him again. <laughs> he killed him again. We are live with another episode of the Obi-Wan Kenobi After Show. This is episode five. Episode five just dropped at midnight. It's an hour later. We're here to talk about this. I'm your host, Demetri Pereira, uh, and I can't do this alone. That's why I got my co-host, Matthew Mori. Matthew, how you doing out there? What's up? How's it going, man? Uh, uh, you looking good? Rocking the Dodgers? Yeah, yeah. Beat the Angels tonight, so Yeah. I don't have to be embarrassed with all my Angel fan friends. I feel like any listeners outside of California don't care. They're just like, yeah, yeah. let them fight. You know, <laughs> uh, that's They're fair. Like, Who are the Angels? Yeah, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Um, <laughs> we're here to talk about Obi-Wan Kenobi, which is a Star Wars property, which is not really baseball. Uh, but I don't know if there's a baseball Star Wars crossover at any point, but uh Matt, Matt would know. Uh, if you're watching us live, you're watching us on um, volume.com. You are watching us on YouTube or on Twitch. All of them at slash the Keeg Show. If you're listening to this, you're listening to the podcast. That's wherever you get your podcast from. All the major outlets. We are there. But I'm your host. Matthew's your co-host. And today for episode five, we have a uh, a special guest. We got Nidra Loves Cosplay. Nidra, how you doing today? I am doing fantastically, amazingly well. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Other than it's like super late slash early over there? Oh, no, I feel great. I think I'm going to okay, start good. my day now. <laughs> Are you really? I mean, that's a that's a choice. For the next like three hours, maybe. I might like do some stuff and then yeah. go back to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is episode five. And weirdly enough, like it's been this is the fourth week-ish because like one and two came out at the same time and then five days later, episode two or three came out and blah, blah, blah. How have you been feeling about this show? Not not including this episode, but leading us up to this episode. How have you been feeling about this show? I've been loving it. Um, I'm kind of a reformed film bro. So like, I love <laughs> story. <laughs> I, okay. I give me story, give me emotion, give me all the like, slow burn moments and I think that's why last week's episode was so hard for me because it was very uh high paced and very like a lot of stuff happened really quickly and there wasn't a lot of moment like a lot of time to let the emotional moments kind of set in yeah um that's been my like biggest issue just with that one episode but like mm-hmm. this show has been just serving so much it has been yeah yeah everything I ever could have wanted from an Obi-Wan Kenobi series, honestly. Definitely set in that time period, like. Yeah. <sighs> Did you want a Kenobi show? Like before this was even announced, were you like, I, I'm, I'm itching, I'm jonesing for Kenobi? I had no idea I wanted this. I had no, okay. like, because I'm not the kind of person who um, really thinks too much about um, like what I want from Star Wars. Like, I don't okay. do too much 
sort of headcanon stuff, I think about what we already have, and I just start to dig through that because it, it's right. it's vast. Canon is enormous, <sighs> and like <laughs> like it's unfathomably large. And so like there's so much to already sort of sift through that I feel like um, it kind of does the existing material um, a disservice if the, I spend too much time in my head creating my own little, like if I had been saying I wanted a, a Kenobi series and then they announced it I and I started like making stuff up in my head, it's highly possible that I could have like daydreamed myself out of enjoying this. And I feel like that's a lot of what's going on with a lot of these people who do have complaints. Yeah, like you're kind of leading yourself to disappointment because none of us, although, you know, we're all great in our own special way, none of us are writers for Star Wars. So we can daydream all we want until we become a writer or producer or somebody that works for uh, uh, Disney and Star Wars. Uh, our ideas are just our ideas. Mm -hmm. and, and then we get disappointed we when they don't work out. Room, even if we were in that writer's room, there's no guarantee that like what we throw on the table would be made. So I just think that like, that's been the biggest thing that I, I've noticed for a lot of people who have complaints. It's because they have, they have created this expectation in their head of what this would be. And it's kind of like really setting, like, I feel like a lot of people are robbing their inner child of something really magical. Like right. you haven't, Obi-Wan Kenobi, like live action series with Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen. Like, stop. Like, let, yeah. your, let your inner child have this moment. Right. You know? I don't know. Sorry. I, I did, are, you, are you in the camp of like, like any Star Wars is good Star Wars. Let's just be happy we have Star Wars. No. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm very much like you can be critical of things. You can yeah. not like things. And I think that's yeah. the thing that a lot of Star Wars fans kind of aren't used to, especially the ones that have lived in just the film space. And that's where a lot of the people I, that I noticed had issues with the book of Boba Fett, they had mm. just watched the, like, the films and like, that's it. Yeah. And so when you're used to just that, it gets a little weird to sort of... Um, suddenly have something that doesn't match exactly that or like yeah it's it's a difficult it's a difficult topic because I understand that as someone who for whatever reason people like trust your opinion or whatever yeah. um, to use that like it's there's a lot of pressure to use your voice for good yeah and like even though I have valid criticism like valid criticisms that's a term that means nothing anymore um, but like even though there's like things from a technical sense um that I could criticize about stuff I often hold on to those criticisms because I don't see any good that I, I could see a lot of people using those criticisms in bad faith yeah and I feel like there's just enough of that out in the world um right. but it's okay to not like I think this is the thing like Star Wars fans are just not used to having to not like something yeah. they just assume like all star wars should be their star wars and that's just not the case star wars is for everybody and everybody's right. a lot of freaking people 
And right. you're, the way I've always taken that is there's something for everybody in Star Wars. Not all Star Wars is going to be perfect for everybody. Right. Uh, Matthew, did you, uh, like, like we, we've talked about it before, just about like, uh, like different people liking different things. Uh, how, do you, how do you feel about that, Matthew? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's kind of the, uh, what I've been experiencing through the sequel trilogy a lot because I liked two-thirds of it. And, yeah. you know, having to feel like it's just weird that people get so angry. The anger is weird to me. Like, right. like not liking it or giving it, you know, being a, like not liking it for some weird reasons is whatever. That's fine. It Whatever is your taste, whatever floats your boat. The, right. Like the anger stuff is kind of weird. So, um. I'm just happy that some that people are like, I mean, I feel like a lot of people are liking the show. I know it seems like online there's a lot of, uh, you know, uh, I mean, there's a lot of, hatred. lot of, there's a lot of people. Well, there, there seems to be a lot of hatred of, you know, wanting to elbow small children. Yes. You know, that is, out uh, there. it's like, that's what, what did you, what strange. Yeah. That, I mean, yeah, that's, that's what I'm talking about. The, the, it, weird, it, the weird anger stuff is just weird. It'd be like it'd be like watching X Men, the first X Men, and getting so upset and be like, "I'm gonna push, I'm gonna push Patrick Stewart out of his wheelchair, down down the stairs." Like, yeah, why would you do this? What is this? Where is this coming from? Why would you? I think yeah. it's coming. I think it's coming from a place of exactly what I said, where it, people were spending years creating their own headcanon and. Yeah. Um, just suddenly like also that it's one of the dangers of predicting things publicly and saying yeah. this is what's going to happen and speaking in absolutes like yes. oh this is what's going to happen Kenobi's going to be doing this and then when it's not happening you have egg on your face and the best way to deal with that is to just be mad at it and say that it's yeah. objectively trash yeah right they ruined it right yeah. they ru- similar to what like, happened I'm smarter than them that sort of yeah. idea yeah it's similar to what happened to me this week that xbox like announced like their new games that are coming out and i was like ready for a new banjo kazooie game because it's been rumored all over the place and i'm like yeah i'm getting all psyched up telling everybody it's coming it's coming no banjo kazooie game yeah they showed all these cool games and i don't even i don't even give a shit because there's no banjo kazooie it's the same same thing and then you got so mad you were like i feel like going and elbowing a bear a small bear in the face. Yeah, that won't go you know? too well for me, but yeah, I guess I could, could give it a shot. Be like putting a bird into a backpack and smacking that backpack around. This is all yeah. banjo kazooie related things, not yeah. This, yeah. Um, but that being said, uh, I think I was reading just how like somebody was saying that like I think the Kenobi show might be better as a binge watch, as a kind of a long Kenobi movie esque, and we we've, we've kind of talked about star wars movies or star wars tv um yeah you feel that way nidra like how how, how are you feeling so far this is one of my like topics i've been on the edge of making a video about okay um because so much of the criticism so much of the things that people like to say are valid criticisms of the show oh it's bad writing yeah are things that like in a serialized show, you 
find out later. Like it's yeah. just the format of binge watching and streaming has just robbed people of the ability to be patient and let a story play out. Like I remember when the first two episodes dropped, people were talking about like, oh, how does Reva know? How does she know yeah. that Anakin is Vader? Like, how would she know that? And I'm like, I kind of feel like, I, I actually literally made a video on TikTok about the youngling being her and I did the math on yeah. her being really young. Yeah. And, and, and that's what I was saying. I was like, if you guys just like stop being mad for two seconds and actually engage with the show you're watching and think critically and realize that these people are not just like, it, like I, I don't know why people have convincing themselves that like Lucasfilm just finds people off the street who've never seen Star Wars and have the like it's yeah the hubris is so much and it's just like no the the, the reasoning is like once upon a time it was normal to wait a week in between stories and I was thinking right. about like why is this not a thing for like Better Call Saul fans like like why like why don't I get that for people watching like normal tv shows yeah and then you realize that with Star Wars especially now a lot of people started watching when Clone Wars was already done or like watched all the shows all, all the movies all their lives and then found Clone Wars and Rebels when they were already on streaming and was able to binge it all like yeah. so they didn't really have experience with having to wait for new Star Wars content and so yeah. you're used to having the whole story all at once and, yeah. and also the, the, the very nature of the community is very let's pick and prod and pull things apart in right. real time and so like the context is often lacking that this is an incomplete story. Like we don't have all the pieces yet. Yeah. Um, we could talk about this as a self-contained thing, but you can't start calling things plot holes until right. you have the entire story. Exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm with you there. I find it funny that like you bring up when Clone Wars was on TV uh, and, and whatnot. And just like Cartoon Network was notorious with like, just I don't know just messing up the scheduling for all their like shows so like Young Justice took two years for one season to come out like it just like would come on for three episodes and it would just like stop and they would come on for like another like five episodes and it would stop um and nowadays yeah you get it all all at once you get to binge it great but you know it's a little bit uh different now and yeah you can't say there's going to be plot holes or that there is plot holes until you're watching the whole thing I find it funny there's kind of a meta context. What we see in this episode is that Obi-Wan's like, Vader lacks patience. Like, what an idiot. Like, he lacks patience. That will, you know, like, like we can we can kind of use that against him. Uh, and then these these kids give in to anger and lack patience. It's like, ah, ah, interesting. Um, mm -hmm. This is episode five, and we have one episode left. And... Like, I feel like at the end of this episode, like, we kind of get a sense of where this is going. Uh, TJ is out there on YouTube. Uh, what's up to TJ? TJ says, why are they showing Luke? It's the last scene. <laughs> we haven't even talked about the beginning of this episode. We get, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that, TJ. But um, we start off with a, with a scene of Obi-Wan versus Anakin. Uh, um, somebody online already called him Mannequin. Yeah. Either because, is it because he's a man or because he's, 
looking like a. He, he looks like Anakin in 2022 more than 2000. What five was the last time we saw him? Yeah, he looks old. They like, didn't, they didn't give him the uh, they didn't do the de aging thing. They didn't do the de aging thing. Which I mean, whatever, it's cool. I, I mean, I'm fine. Need, yeah, we, fine we need to it. learn to suspend our disbelief for certain things. Yes, yeah. right. It's Agreed. it's it's fresh. It's fresh footage. Like, yeah. Come on, Bess. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but we, we start off with this. Please. Yeah. Well, we we like it. I mean, if we're gonna see any of these younger characters, what's gonna happen when young Leia turns twenty? Like the actress who plays young Leia. Are people gonna be like? You don't look like Carrie Fisher. And I was like, yeah, because yeah, I was a kid and I'm not Carrie Fisher. Um, yeah, did you, I think we did need you... to be okay with recasting in general these days. It seems like we have a lot lower tolerance for it now than we used to, but yeah. I mean, opinion. the most drawing was Terrence Howard to Don <laughs> Cheadle because they don't look alike, but <laughs> like. And it, was, it was mad quiet though it was like nobody really said anything about it no which is like my favorite part which is like that could that would never happen with star wars but like right yeah it was extra quiet about that like the people who knew knew and laughed about yeah. it but like the fandom at large didn't really complain they were just like oh hey I, I hate i hate to think that these type of people exist but i there's no doubt somebody out there that was like those are two different actors but there has to be somebody out there being like, wait, what? <laughs> I didn't. I really didn't. I thought they were the I same know. guy. Uh, now, I was talking please. about earlier about um, Donald Glover as Lando being like yeah. one of the most goaded like recasting situations. Yeah. But also it's, it's just because it's Donald Glover and he has such a, he's amazing. And also he has a, Kanye level fan base yeah and like I think that's why that was such a seamless casting choice and there wasn't a whole lot of weird pushback because like he's got stands yeah and like also he's a great actor and he was a perfect choice but like yeah I just I feel like I understand why there's this hesitance to do recasts and all that sort of stuff but I also think I think listening to the fan base is hard when your fan base is as big and varied and diverse as the star wars fandom yeah uh, yeah because i mean um, everybody in my bubble loves the show they're having yeah. a great time yeah and there's just like this other like the dark corners of like we don't go over there yeah like, <laughs> lion king shadowland kind of area yeah. 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 Um, I liked this episode. Can we, I mean, it's, I mean, I liked this episode a lot. And I know that in the previous episodes, I was just kind of wondering like, where is it going? What's the point? I don't know. Question mark, question mark, question mark. Right. Um, did you guys like this episode as a whole? Like how we feel? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I think. Yeah, I think it's great. I think it's a great addition to this, the series so far. It's uh, I, I I don't need like some some big questions in the overall Star Wars universe to be answered. You know, so so much as we're just dropping in on Obi Wan, seeing what he's up to, and seeing some little growth and character development, and mm. that's that's great. So um, I like. It. I think it was fun, fun, yeah. uh, fun episode. 
I, I think, I mean, I like this episode better than the last episode. The last episode was just kind of plotty, like get in, get out, kind of. We've seen it before. This one is a little bit different. And I liked it. So that the last episode hit a lot different the second time I watched it. Oh yeah. But yeah, I feel like on first watch, it was, it did, it felt it was a lot, like a lot happened. And there were like the big emotional moments or whatever that I just, I didn't feel land the first time. And then there were still like little things I'd, I'd move around and like little things I'd change about that just to sort of make the emotional point stick. But the second watch, when you're not getting like the sensory overload of all of that being crammed in like 30 minutes, mm-hmm. um, it's a phenomenal episode. So I definitely like mm. recommend people give it a second watch just to yeah. like actually now that it, everything's not whizzing past your face, like you can actually sort of sit in it and notice things and pick things apart. Um, and this episode, I I had a very similar feeling to uh, like, I thought it was a really good episode, but at the same time I was like, okay, I, I feel like this is going to hit a lot different the second time I watched it. Also, yeah. just the warning at the beginning got my heart rate up. I was yeah. just like, I was like, oh no, what are they going to do? And I, I kind of feel like that would have been like a, a more appropriate warning last week. Uh, like where there's like this like teased child torture. They did it on the first episode. Like they had the warning because they had the order 66. Literal, it's literally a school shooting. Oh, uh, so you know what? That's probably why they put it on this one yeah. too. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. It's because oh man. The Reva stuff in this episode, I loved. I just, like, the questions that we've been saying, and, like, the naysayers were like, I don't get her, blah, 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 she's a waste, blah, blah, blah. Um, Like, uh, those questions were answered. They should have just waited. Just shut your mouth and just, like, wait. We'll get the information, you know? Which is always the answer when you're dealing with a serialized show. Like, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's not you're not getting complete statements every week. You're getting yeah. like sentences that form like a statement. So like yeah. you can criticize specific word choices, all that sort of stuff, but you can't critique the statement as a whole until the whole thing's been made. Right. You know? Yeah. And so like, that's always been kind of what drives me crazy about that. And then like, I, I said it weeks ago, I said it before episode three even, where I was like, the, the youngling, who was the very first thing we see of new footage, was her. Like, it was, yeah. it starts close in on her and pans out. Filmmaking, like, 101. Don't put it front and center if it's not important. Right. I, I mean, in, in Star Wars, in WandaVision, then it becomes Ralph Boner. You know? It, and it doesn't matter. You remember who I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> No, I'm always, is that, I don't, is that a club shadow of like WandaVision? No, uh, did you watch WandaVision? I did, but I don't remember Ralph Nader. Uh, Ralph, not, not Ralph, Ralph Nader. Nader. <laughs> Ralph Nader. Ralph Boner. It was, okay, you have Quicksilver, who's, who's, you know, Scarlet Witch's brother. Yeah. But then it's like, oh no, it's not Quicksilver. It's just Ralph Boner. Yeah, it was, oh, like, it was but, like Ralph Boner. They were just like, they, they just made up a dumb name. Out. 
Yeah, they oh. have the different Quicksilver and you're meant to think like, oh, is this for real? And then it's like, nah, it's just some guy named Ralph Boner who got magical memories to neighbor. Quicksilver. Yeah, okay, Ralph Boner, the guy next door. Um, All right, there you Marvel, go. <laughs> Marvel do with WandaVision, you know, um, but Star Wars matters. Um, I, I have the, I, I, I paused it on the thing because I wanted to read. There are certain scenes in this fictional series that some viewers may find upsetting. And they they did it on this one and they did it on episode one and it's really for the school. Essentially, Order 66 is a school shooting, right? Like Man. it is. And and even more so, like in the first episode, it was guns. In this, in with Anakin, it's a lightsaber, right? Like, but Mr. Plow is out there, Miss Marauder. I see you. Um Mr. Plow says, Yeah, the 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 play dead stuff, like the fact that like yeah. Reva said. She had to hide with the dead bodies. Yeah. Um, go cold. And as they went yeah. cold. Um, is is and Miss Marauder says the description of it was rough. Yeah. Um Mr. Plow yes. brings up a good question. Was Anakin's lightsaber blue during Order 66? Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, but like, so we get this Reva backstory that I think fleshes her out so well. Uh, and we get that whispered through like a half blown up door and the stormtroopers on the other end are like should we pretend like we didn't hear this or is this um i didn't hear anything right you no okay we heard nothing. We hear nothing yeah that's, that's what they do they're yeah. just like they have all the music playing in there yeah <laughs> they hear some tidbit of information like no 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 cover their ears no. It's about drive. It's about power. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just stay focused. Stay focused. <laughs> uh, Miss Marauder says, "Yeah, they were openly conspiring multiple times." Um, yeah, uh, they were so, using the force to block it all out. The kind right. There's like a little skinny. the force. Yeah, yeah. One of those. And the stormtroopers. I mean, for what it's worth, they were outside a lot too, yeah. and like they're wearing helmets. And it's not like they were yelling, like the volume levels were consistent with them. Like yeah. it wasn't like they were across the room having this conversation. Again, suspension like, of disbelief, right? Like I'm cool with it. I'm not the, I mean, know realistically be speaking, they were never that, they, they weren't that close to the stormtroopers and they were outdoors. Right. So it was right. like, this was and a conversation. And they were whispering kind of. Yeah. And I'm saying like, yeah. also, even if they weren't whispering, they weren't shouting. Right. And so like, you know, I don't, I don't know. I feel like that's a, that's a little nitpick, but like. There's going to be somebody tomorrow making a TikTok. Oh, tomorrow or like, are they doing it already? Right now. Like a ring light ready right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, already no, but like, I, I, I did enjoy um, the sort of like mall Ahsoka-esque vert, like moment where Obi-Wan was like put together you and I can like take them out. I I just realized that's that's a callback to Empire, right? Or is it Empire or is it Return of the Jedi when Vader is like, we can rule the galaxy together? That's Empire, right? That's something in literally, I'm realizing that happens in like every Star Wars property. Yeah. Like that, uh, that happens. Kylo does that to Rey <laughs> in Last Jedi, right? Anakin does it to Padme? Does he? 
yeah basically they're mustafar he's like no like these people are trash like you and me forever babe if you're not with me you're against me oh no and then obi-wan strolls out of the out of the 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 ship yeah he was literally just hiding back there like maybe she could convince him but then like also like with darth maul and ahsoka during the siege of mandalore arc in clone wars maul is like yeah you and me together we could like take them out and rule together. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like sort of like this this moment of like you, it's you, babe, always. Yeah. And um, then like it's I think one hundred percent of the time the other person is like no. Yeah. I would love um, some, to see someone say yeah, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that'd be a nice twist. Um. People have been pointing out that each episode of Obi-Wan makes a direct reference uh, to the specific episode of the prequel trilogy or the original trilogy. So like episode one to episode one, episode two to episode two, and because we only have six episodes. So I think that this, that was the episode five. Uh, They said that the plot of episode four is literally a new hope. Anyway, they're going in to, to rescue Leia. You know, um, and I forget what else, but the point being is that like people have been drawing those connections, which I hope is you know yeah. on purpose. On rewatch, I'll definitely uh keep an look eye out, out for that, but like, yeah, yeah. just this was like anytime, like, I've like I've watched the first time, I'm just sort of like processing uh feelings and the things that sort of stuck out the most. Yeah. Um, more than like specific things. That's what I was like. I just remember that reminded me of Darth Maul and Ahsoka, the yeah. Siege of Mandalore arc. I didn't even think about Empire and uh, Rise Last Jedi. Or, yeah, Last it was Jedi. Last Jedi when you know, he's like, yeah. Um. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, uh, did you guys feel anything about Tala's death? How, or she she mentioned that there was like a motivation, right? She mentioned that like she was there when they just killed a bunch of children, and she feels guilty about it, and that kind of led into her sacrifice, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was one of those like anime moments where I was like, oh, I, you just gave the speech, like yeah. like earlier whenever she was talking about all that, I was like, okay, that's the speech, like we're gonna lose you this episode, by girl. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Miss Marauder says, yeah, it was sad, but mostly because I love the actress. I like the actress a lot. Um, I've never seen Game of Thrones, but I did hear that Game of, uh, that she's Pedro Pascal's wife or one of his oh. wives in Game of Thrones, um, which is kind of cool. Were, what were you writing? I was be taking notes. Like, oh, oh, OK. OK. I thought you were like, oh, OK. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I bailed on Game of Thrones real fast, but that might. Wow. Uh, I didn't have that. HBO at that time, so I was late to it. And then I was like, I'll catch up later. And I never caught up. Uh, yeah, Mr. Deutsch is out that. there. Mr. Deutsch is out there on, on Twitch saying, I'm here to see the goddess Nidra live. Purple Heart. Oh, I guess stop. <laughs> there you go. Purple Heart. Thank you for your service. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Who's been your favorite character, Nidra? Is it Obi-Wan? Honestly, we lost him this episode. Uh, the droid? One. 
Yeah, the one that was getting me ready to change how my name's pronounced so I could be Ned Ra. Um, <laughs> Ned What's B that droid's go... name? Ned B. Ned B? Okay. Yeah. Poor Ned so, B. So like that, that means if there's a Ned B, there has to be like maybe a Ned R, the A-class version. And so there could be a Ned Ra. There you go. Would you would you be the same model of droid? How cute would that be? Like if I'm like the same stocky little droid, except I'm tiny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I feel like if there's any droid, like never mind. Anyway, um, okay. I didn't. I, I don't know where it's, I was going. You were ready I, to I, miss I, something, Dimitri. I was ready to admit something, <laughs> okay. and I'm not going to. We'll be here for um, you when you are. All I'm gonna say is L337. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, I have a lot of thoughts and feelings about her. I literally have a video I've not, I've not uploaded to anywhere that where I'm just talking about her um, mm. and R2D2 Skywalker uh, for about 13 minutes. Oh, I just don't I'm, like my eyeshadow color in it, so I didn't upload it. That's all right. Do do you do you need to get something off your chest? <laughs> is this about no i mean there's there's a lot oh. i got okay. a lot of feelings about droids like we could do this all day i, could, I have a lot to say about droids i am a droids rights activist for sure oh. well you could tell who's a good person in star wars by how they treat their droids right like that oh, is yeah. a, a recurring theme in star wars yeah, yeah. like leia's leia and leia's cousin yeah yeah that little shit that guy died on Alderaan <laughs> when it blew up, right? Come on. I hope. It was worth it just to get rid of that guy for sure. Yeah, Vader, Vader, or not Vader. Well, was it Vader who made called the shot? No, it was Tarkin, right? Tarkin. Uh, yeah. Tarkin knew. He was like, that little shit. Literally and, the only thing that I, I can agree with Tarkin on. Like, it needed it, to be <laughs> aimed, oh, aimed for that character, kind of like he aimed for Krennic <laughs> in, yep. in, on Scarif. Just right through Krennic. You know, um, oh, this is getting dark. Oh, getting. Uh, <laughs> uh, let let's talk. Okay, because you guys brought uh, are bringing up the end of the episode before we we even get there. But um, wrong. that's what they're saying. <laughs> I think that's I think that's what they're saying. Um, no, I'm not going to get to that just yet. Uh, I want to get to Vader is coming. Vader is coming. And then, like the ship takes off, Ooh, and he's just like, yeah. he's like, he's like, nah, how about not? And then, like, he pulls the ship down, and he rips that ship. Like, Would have been awesome foil. if he said, "Your flight has been delayed." This year. <laughs> Hell yeah! Or, or he, uh, he, he's like, Leia, you're grounded. <laughs> <laughs> But no, he still doesn't know Leia exists. He still doesn't know Luke exists. We should be writing Star Wars, Dimitri. This is too good. This is... <laughs> We're just giving this stuff away right now. For free, you know? Uh, Mr. Plow says force, Forces Unleashed. Like Force Unleashed? It was kind of Force Unleashed. It was really OP. We Have we seen it live action other than when Ray tried to... Ray tried to not Chewbacca's ship. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's the only time we've seen someone drag a ship down. So I'm yeah, sorry, I'm taking still laughing off. at grounded. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? You like that one? Obviously, we saw Luke lift the or uh, Yoda first lift the X-wing, but it's not like oh. flying away, and it's much no. smaller. To be fair, it wasn't boosting away; it was kind of coming up, so he went down. Yeah, fine. But uh, like a force. Nidra, you need a you need a Nidra's... moment. This is let's. <laughs> It's so sad. <laughs> oh my god. No, because I'm just like, it's like now I'm thinking about Die Hard with Darth Vader. And just, <laughs> just bad voice, puns. Voice and like, yeah, God. <laughs> like, what if he had that like action movie flair where he was <laughs> Just like cr- cracking one-liners left and right, like didn't he do oh that in Rogue God. One? He did. What did he, he told, say in Rogue One? He told Krennic not to choke on his ambitions as he's oh, choking him out. That's right. Vader. I mean, let's give Vader more more sass, I'm more down, like man. one-liners. You know, it would be very much on brand with Anakin and yeah, like the fact that he. Clone Wars Anakin and how he, you know, was like a little snips master himself. Yeah. Uh, I'm having a hard time thinking of Hayden Christensen in the suit. I don't. There's there's a couple of moments where it seems like it is him just because I've seen the like saber combat like stuff with him. Mm. And he has a very specific, like, sort of way of moving. But uh-huh. I also, like, know that they have st- stunt doubles and, like, right. body doubles that they bring in for, like, height and uh, for some... Oh, bye. Uh-oh. <laughs> My camera said I'm sick of this. It looks like an album cover. Was this, like, uh, <laughs> like your solo album? Yeah, this is my Mitski era. Yeah, it's like a perfect square. So it's like that CD case. There you go. You know? Um, uh, well, I forget what you're saying. Oh, like you... Anakin in the stunt, suit. Anakin in the suit and everything. Um, yeah. Or Hayden Christian, anyway. Question for either one of you. He pulls down the ship and another ship takes off behind it? I don't get what happened there. I figured that was uh, Kenobi knowing better. Right. and being like you can fight with things better than like weapons and him understanding there's no way that vader would be chill about letting that that anakin would have been right. chill just letting that fly off so right. he's like let's park this ship inside this other ship it was and inside it that's how i read it like it was like a smaller ship that was obviously yeah. less comfortable when you saw everyone like while they're flying off they're crammed in there mm. but they were like parking a smaller ship inside the larger ship. So, I mean, that was my guess. I just watched it one time. Yeah. I want to rewatch right. it and see what happened for sure. But like that was. I my rewound it and that. I was like, I can't. It was like behind the smaller ships behind the bigger ship. I thought it was like behind it, but then who's flying the bigger ship? Yeah, I thought it was behind it at first, but I mean, I don't really know. <laughs> I got to watch it again. I yeah. yeah. That was just an assumption. I mean, I get the I get the what they were trying to do. Yeah, I get that. I mean, I'm not going to stress out over it either. Like the point I'm going to make a TikTok talking out. about how angry I am. 
<laughs> the point <laughs> is they faked him out because he's not patient. Yeah. Right. They're going on that. They were able to fool him and took off. And that's all that really matters. I like it when we have these things for heroes and villains that are very powerful, but they have a specific personality trait, a specific thing that that may be good, may be bad, but it makes them unique, right? Like Vader is just not patient. That's it. Like that's his thing. It's not even it's not always a flaw. Like sometimes he just rushes in and he just like beats everybody up. Cool. But then also like he's just that's just the way he is, you know? Um, have we seen that before? Well, have they like outright stated that Vader is not patient whatsoever? I know we've seen it a lot with Anakin and this is pretty early Vader. Mm. So I, I think this is probably the earliest iteration of Vader we've gotten. So it's like, maybe he learned to control that after this incident, maybe like this whole experience has made him be more thoughtful about the long game. Yeah. Rather than just uh, rushing into the stuff and, and then rather than letting his rage guide him also, seems like he may have gotten better at that. Mr. Plow brings up Empire. Mr. Plow in the comments is bringing up Empire where he changes the deal with Lando. Pray I don't change it further, right? Like that's him being impatient, right? I guess, or manipulative. Yeah. He could have had zero um, intention to keep his end of the bargain. Right. At all. Who knows what the end Yeah. I mean, I think it's just kind of, uh, I mean, in New Hope, he says, what does he say? He says, uh, Last time I saw you, I was a learner, now I'm the master. So, I mean, yeah, it could just be shown us that, that he's still learning how to be good at being a yeah. fighter. Yeah. They still haven't met face-to-face, -face, right? Oh, no, they did in, in episode yeah. three. Yes. Which I, at no point did, does that line imply that they have never met each other face-to-face. -face. I just want yeah. to go on the record. Thing. yeah like that was just such a weird criticism people had like thought it was retconning the yeah. ot and it's like no no he didn't say oh i've not seen you since uh yeah uh, you know before i slaughtered younglings or whatever <laughs> right uh uh speaking about a retcon that's not a retcon when people went wild that the grand inquisitor died and then they're like, oh, yes. Yeah. Th what is this, an alternate timeline? What's what? What? Dave Filoni is like part of the creative team on this. Do you think he's just going to forget that he put that character in his show? Like, yeah, I'm sure they have a huge timeline board that they're like, he's, this is exactly how this is working. He's down to the, take year. the main villain in one of his, his, his shows in his series, season one of Rebels, and be like, yeah, to hell with that. People, people went wild when he died. They were like, this is ridiculous, blah, blah, blah. And it's he strolls up in this episode being like, I'm back. The man, Rupert Friend, was the one who announced that celebration is going to be in London next year. Like, you don't do that with a character you killed in the second episode. Right. Like, come on, bestie. Yeah. And then, like, I, I don't know. I just feel like I understand if, like, the, if the Grand Inquisitor was something from some book 
somewhere that could possibly have been forgotten to be canon but the fact right. that it's literally in a disney property like right yeah somebody also said what if it was just like his like yeah mr plow brought it up but like somebody else had brought it up being like what if it was like his brother just another guy of the same species <laughs> that was just like i'm grand inquisitor now like <laughs> pulled a padme yeah wait what had his cure nightly well, like, how does Kira Knightley go? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In episode two, when, when it's not Kira yeah. Knightley who dies, is it? Yeah, right? Is it, Ro- I thought it was, is it Rose Byrne? Oh, yeah, it is Rose Byrne. It's Rose Byrne, right? Uh, but yeah, Rose Just Byrne dies, and it's like, oh, face. you know. Ms. Rose somehow Byrne the Kira Grand Knightley. Inquisitor returns. Yeah. You know? Uh, what is going on um, in the comments there? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Either way, they were going to fix it. They weren't going to be like... That wasn't the end of that. Yeah. There's still all these episodes left. These, everybody out there is so impatient. And like, even people that we Mm. have left dead to come back, even if they're, yeah. I mean, Darth Maul was cut in half. And he's just like... Swallowed by a plant. (laughs) Uh, yeah like um uh we we see we see the quote-unquote final fight with reva and vader i loved it i knew reva was gonna lose there was no way reva was gonna win but i loved it i also feel like he was holding back a bit he was holding back. Was he only using one hand? He typically does. Does he? I've noticed. Like, that's what he, like, and he uses his other hand for force stuff, I, I think, a lot. But I know, like, for at least in the first, like, lightsaber battle with Obi-Wan, he was using the one hand. Mm. And Does he use his might robot because hand? He, not with the lightsaber in the fights that I've seen so far. Okay. But like, that's, I was think- or if it's his, his right hand, his right hand's his robot hand, right? The hand would be the one that was cut off. So his cut off hand would be his lightsaber hand, right? Yeah. So maybe he yeah. uses robot hand for the lightsaber and uses his. Yeah, that, that, that hand. makes sense. There you that go. We sense. figured it out. Yeah. I, I may, cool maybe. Um, yeah, it makes it makes sense. That makes sense because you, you can't use them the force you. through a robot. Oh yeah, here, but I you can't see it. Uh, <laughs> right, I think they're both. Close. I think they're both right handed. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> like wait. <laughs> um, Mr. Plow says, "Yeah, he lost it to Dooku round one." No, I remember that. I just don't remember. That was when, oh, no, but that he was dual wielding in that scene, right? In episode two, oh, no. when he's fighting Dooku. Okay, and then he gets one hand. what hand it is. I'm pretty uh, sure it's the right hand. Okay. Yeah, because I have, I did a, yeah. Because I did a St. Patrick's Day Ahsoka cosplay. Mm-hmm. And my Anakin, it was the gloved hand that I was arm wrestling with and it was my upstage hand and it's wait it's no, his right hand yeah 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 his so right hand that's, that's how out. i figured 
I went the round of most roundabout way. Like, oh yeah, no, I arm wrestled and Anna again, and it was the right hand. Um uh yeah. Uh oh. he's he, what's that? Oh, I just wanted to add something with the lightsaber fight. Yeah. So cool, like he broke the lightsaber, the little spinning lightsaber thing in half. Yeah. And just like tossed her the other one. Yeah. Like right at her feet. It's like, I'm not gonna kill you. You gotta I'm gonna make you, you gotta earn your death. Me for it. Yeah. It and was it was, I was saying, like, yeah, he absolutely like went easy on her because he wanted to give a lesson at the same time. Still, still a master. He toyed you know. Him. Yeah, he seems like he really wants to like, you know, play play with these people. That which is why he like uses one one hand a lot of the times, I think, just to show them how much more powerful he is than they are. Um Nidra, you kind of brought up something that like I'm I'm wondering. Anakin, like, he liked being a master to Ahsoka, right? He was like, he mm-hmm. was, he was, he attained the role, role of master, but not to the Jedi Council, right? Is that roughly what happened? I forget how that worked. Well, but, but like, he yeah. was Ahsoka's master. Do you feel like there's a little bit of him, even now as Vader, that's just like trying to teach lessons? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely. He doesn't have a Padawan anymore, but like he's just like. Oh my God, absolutely. I feel like I wish I could remember more specifics from uh, Thrawn Alliances, but it was the book where Thrawn and Vader um, have to work together on something. Mm-hmm. And there's flashbacks. Like a group project, when... like a science project for class. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. And there's flashbacks to a time where Anakin and Thrawn had to work together on something. They knew each and other? So, yeah. Back then? I didn't know that. that series, Timothy Zahn put his angles in it. And it's a new Mark series, Thompson, right? It's, it's the one before the Thrawn Ascendancy series. So there's like okay. a series of books and it's canon. So okay. like these are the ones I think they started in like they're the from the 2010s i think so there's several books that came out like more recently but like the three are like alliance is the one i'm talking about i think that's the second one in the series and uh, i'm not giving anything away but the audiobooks are the bomb.com mark thompson puts his entire leg in it and does everybody's voice Yeah, there's some of the best exchanges I think I've ever heard in my life between Anakin and Thrawn. And one of yeah. them is Anakin trying to pronounce his name. Um, but anyway, like, yeah, it, it's there's moments of that sort of stuff because that's Thrawn's whole thing. It's like teaching people lessons. And that's something that Vader, oh my God, what if that was something he's, oh, no, never mind. We're not doing that today. Are you going to um, say he saw a little bit of Ahsoka and Reva? No, no. Oh, oh. I a million percent like that's that was kind of a thing. But like, yeah. I was thinking more of like with Thrawn and seeing how Thrawn manages people and interacts with people. Um, if he got anything out of that, I don't know. But like that mm-hmm. requires some more uh, examination of that series. It's been a minute. Um, okay. No, in that interaction with Riva, I definitely feel like he saw the like he saw that there was a fire in her um, a lot of similarities to like his story and hit like what he'd been through and he 
didn't want to kill her outright. He had two sabers. He very easily could have just like yacht done the Dooku uh, or, you know, like, yeah, he could have done that, but he didn't. And the fact that he went for the gut, something historically that we've like, it's been established in film that like people survive literally in this property that people survive gut shots all the yeah. time. Um, well, if you have the force, right? Like if you can use the force, you survive. But yeah. like Tala, right. Tala got shot, got a little bit of blood and she's like, this is it. Oh, but no, she, yeah, well, she knew. Like, I don't, I think she, it was possible she could have made it, but like she said, nah, for the Republic. Yeah, yeah. Um, somebody mentioned that she could have thrown the bomb. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it is what it is. Why would why would she want to when Ned B gave his life? Also, you, you, she's having to support this big robot, and she's like, "Yeah, here." What is she gonna do? Like, <laughs> kind of go like, like I don't know. It just seems what? Okay. Yeah. Also, there's the also there's the risk that the stormtroopers would move far away enough that nothing would happen, but knowing that they were the target like and they would advance towards them yeah makes that a logical decision from a tactical standpoint yeah or she throws it a stormtrooper hits it back it goes past the door to obi-wan <laughs> it's like oh shit <laughs> uh, and then yeah. but, but the, tala had shot the doors closed and it just kind of goes right through and the doors closed. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like no. oh, i did not time this out properly this <laughs> oops <laughs> the, the, the rebellion's just over nothing like yeah. that's it the yeah. end roll Dude. credits um kumail with the hand of fate by dropping the comms device holy shit okay so now let's get to this final part because tj at the start of this after show, why they showing Luke <laughs> up there? Uh, everybody in the chat saying different things. I have my opinion on what what the end means and what's going to happen. But basically, that device. First thing, the device is super dumb. Like Bale is like, by the way, Obi Wan, if you're dead right now, this is my plan. <laughs> Who are you talking to, then, okay. dude? Okay, <laughs> but here's what here's the value of that. I think. Okay. A lot of people were talking about plot hole. Why did Leia act so formal in her message to Obi-Wan in R2-D2? Why did she mention her father, all that stuff? Why didn't she just mention that they knew each other? And it's like, because she didn't want to implicate anyone. She didn't want to jeopardize the greater plan. So she implicated only herself and her father in this. Like even R2, she refers to him as this R2 unit. Right. Like, like just in, in the case that he was compromised and someone came across the message, there's nothing specific in there other than deliver this droid to my father on, on that one. Not in this bail situation. Because in yeah. this. So I'm saying, so I'm saying, yeah. I feel like that message is the way it is due to the result of this. Oh, whatever ends up. This is a learning experience. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, I just thought it was funny. Like Bale's like, "Hey, if you're dead, 
here's the plan. I'm going to go to Tatooine. We're going to find, uh, we're, uh, we're going to protect the child. Here's Owen's name, address, phone number. If yeah. you need to reach him. Then it's like, what? Yeah. What are you? He literally yeah. called Owen Owen out by name. Yeah. Oh, Weva knows Owen because she asked him his name. In the uh-huh. Oh, shit. And Tatooine. Yeah. Tatooine. Too. Yeah. Yep. So when people and are I, saying. I think it. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I think it's I think it's a fork in the road moment for Reva where she can decide who she wants to help because she knows no matter what, Vader's probably going to find them. So like, does she want to prove herself to Vader still? Can she let go of this and utilize the like options that she has like maybe pairing up with obi-wan like prioritizing what's more important to her like getting revenge on vader or like doing what's right for the greater good yeah and Um, like so that's kind of what this moment is presented to her and i don't i don't i don't know i have no idea what she's going to do with this i think i know what she's going to do at least in my opinion like she's not going to tell vader because first thing we know that vader does not know until later you know uh i think what she's gonna do she's gonna she's gonna go try and kill luke she's gonna go and kill luke uh the son of anakin why would she handle herself sure huh yeah she's gonna handle it whatever she's planning to do like herself she's not gonna get vader involved no she's not getting vader involved she's going to kill luke like luke or like anakin killed the younglings she mentioned that the younglings were like her family and Anakin killed that doesn't that doesn't make sense to me I don't think I don't I don't see the motivation because I I just don't see how how that affects like seeing what he was willing to do to Leia like seeing what they were willing to do to Leia shows me that like there's not concern for him as Vader's son she sees value in him maybe if anything Maybe. And she also didn't know Leia was Anakin's. Shit. She didn't know Leia was Anakin's daughter. But he just said there's another one or something or whatever. Like right. the other, the other kid. So I'm saying, like, yeah. if we're if we're operating under the assumption that she knows that that's his son, mm-hmm. which I don't I don't know if that's the connection being drawn here. Oh, I think okay. she sees something of value that she could leverage to Vader. To, yeah, to like either lure him to her or okay. to follow him to where she knows he's probably going to go. Like there's just a lot of options there. And it's like what she ends up doing once she ends up on tattooing is the thing that's up in the air. Okay, fair. I like I like that idea that she's going to pull what she did with Obi-Wan, but pull it for Vader. Like yeah. she's going to, she's going to, we know that Vader can't know that Luke and Leia are whatever. So she's just going to say, come to Tatooine and she's going to prep a whole thing to lure him to Luke. Like she lured, lured uh, Obi-Wan out with Leia, right? That seems or like that she, she knows. Or like she knows that the next move is to Tatooine right. in her head. What's the plan? Especially since this is like a thing for Obi-Wan to protect this kid on Tatooine. She knows yeah. if she just goes to Tatooine and post up, he's going to eventually show up there. Yeah. yeah. Obi-Wan yeah. or Vader? Obi-Wan. And then like where Obi-Wan goes. Vader or uh, Obi-Wan? I don't think that's her end game. I don't know what okay. her end game is. And like, that's what's, 
because I mean, I feel like getting rocked in the stomach kind of changes uh, your your wayfinder a little bit. So like, yeah, the fact that like she fought against Obi Wan working with her, and like said, she doesn't trust anyone. Maybe she wants to go and train more. Maybe she wants to, um, like. I don't know, maybe she wants to get stronger so that she could face Vader. Like, I feel like just, I think that information that was given is just that Obi-Wan's going back to Tatooine eventually. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Plow brings up a funny, interesting thing. Kind of the the heavy-handedness of Star Wars names, like Sidious and Vader and Maul. Reva is like revenge. Oh. Oh, that's good. Or it could be like a reaver, right? That's a negative thing, right? To reave something. What does that mean? That means something. If so, that's an SAT word. Oh, no. it's. I thought it was something aggressive because I'm thinking about the reavers from Firefly. But reaver... uh, Yeah, I'm just thinking about the reavers from Firefly. Asajj Ventress? What does that mean, though? I don't know. Anyway, the point being is whatever. Reba, Revenge, maybe that's What was the name of Darth Maul's brother? Oh, to read Savage Oppress. Oppress. Oh, yeah, Savage. Savage Oppress. Savage Oppress. So, yeah, that's a... Oh, to reeve is to rob or plunder. Mm. So there, I mean, you know, it's a negative word. Star Wars Uh, loves those names. Hey, that, that message... They didn't mention who the kids were, just that they were important, right? Mm-hmm. That they were they didn't say that they were they were Anakin's children or anything yeah. like that. It just said that they were that's important. Was, yeah, right, that's what I was saying. The implication right? is just yeah, that okay. she knows that that Obi Wan would be chasing this kid eventually. Yeah. Like he'd be meeting up to watch. The connection has got to be Obi Wan, not, mm-hmm. not okay. Anakin. Do you think this is the last? Okay, so so two questions for both of you. Do we think this is the last time we've seen we're seeing Vader? We only got one episode left. Is this Vader done with now? I don't know. Oh, I don't. Mm, that's a good question. Like, will we um, see him, Vader in Episode Six? Is that like, or is his his effect on the story done? I think we'll probably see a little bit more Vader, probably in. Uh, in something short or small but yeah i don't like at the end i don't know i don't know what to i don't know what to expect from this this final episode just because of the state that things were left in um i i have no idea what you can do with a what 30 40 minute episode right right with um, I, I yeah i can't predict on this one like i i'm just gonna see um in my head and again like I, I'm typically not the kind of person who likes to predict stuff, but looking yeah. at the clues and, and the stuff that we have um, that was given in this episode, I think more than anything, Reva might go to Tatooine to train with uh, Kenobi. To train or to fight? Train. Oh. Uh, that, I mean, before we get to my second question, Matt, did you say whether you would we would see vader again or what do you think i am like just kind of like sitting here thinking about it since you you asked uh i didn't i would say i don't know but i think it's more likely we will see him again just because it feels like 
it feels like there's nothing i mean because like it's not like something can be settled right because we know where this leads right they're going to be meeting again and in new hope but it feels like it would just be a weird spot for him to like stop in the show right like yeah. doesn't feel like there needs to be like a little bit something more direct since obi-wan got his ass kicked yeah i don't know probably i just had this funny idea that obi-wan in episode six will will fight darth vader and obi-wan will like skewer him with a lightsaber and then we're like what vader is dead they and then retconned it They'll take <laughs> off the mask, and it's the Grand Inquisitor. Oh my god! He killed him again. <laughs> he killed him again. And he's like, "It's all right. It's my other stomach. We're good." <laughs> it's like, oh no, my good stomach. <laughs> you pay for this, Kenobi. Oh. Um. <laughs> what's the andy sandberg sink sketch is that the one where they like mm, what they say that one <laughs> where they yeah. you know what i'm talking about with the gun and whatever that was like hey sister or whatever i don't know what it's called oh i don't know anyway <laughs> it's <laughs> it's the grand inquisitor again every star wars thing anytime somebody like gets shot or died it's actually the grand inquisitor <laughs> Also, I am a menace for like when her lightsaber started spinning yeah. and being like, yes, fly off, fly off. <laughs> Are we going to see that? Are we going to see the helicopter blades in live action? I, think- I was hoping we would because it's so unhinged and I just knew it would send people <laughs> into an absolute rage spiral and it would... <laughs> I feel I'm like they would have done these... it by now, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe they will. It was maybe the perfect opportunity. It was. I'm just thinking about, about to, like... Vader's about to stab her. <laughs> <laughs> See ya, Vader. <laughs> he pulls her down. There was a... Like, she was actually hiding behind something else. Then she takes off. They just pull the same thing over and over again. Um, he pulls her down. She comes out of her Inquisitor outfit. She's wearing yeah. Jedi clothes. <laughs> and then she takes away. off. All right. Fine. And Vader says, uh, now I know where you stand on the fight or flight <laughs> side of things. Oh, no. <sighs> um, I, I knew that Vader was going to stop the spin of the blade. I was like, yes! Because he's like, we're not doing this. He's like, he's having fun. He's like, let's push. Let's push. Let's stop it, you know? Also, they left her for dead, but, like, he has to know that's like, she's not going to die. Yeah. But yeah, he has a, he's an explicit understanding of that. Like, it's on purpose. It's not him being dumb. It's just him being like, I know, if you're strong enough, you'll come back and maybe we can have another talk. Yeah. But then she found the the communicator thingy, and I think she's going to. My little guess, it's not a theory. It's not anything that I I won't be. We want to hold you to it. If it doesn't go this way. But, like, yeah, if if I were Viva, I would go to Tatooine, wait for Kenobi, and train with him so that I could defeat Vader or we could defeat Vader or, at the absolute least, 
you know, I can get stronger. I, I mean, that was kind of going to be my, my second question for both of you is do, do we see Reva getting out of episode six alive? What is her overall effect on the star Wars universe? Does she stay alive? And we like, we just haven't seen her pop up recently and we'll see where her story takes her. She an ongoing character. I, I mean, if I had to guess, I would say she's not going to make it. I don't think, but I'm just guessing. I don't know. What, what are your What are your odds? <laughs> what are your odds? Either like a 51 49 kind of split, or I would say 80% chance she doesn't make it. 80%. It's 80 20. Okay. 80% chance she doesn't make it. All right. Fair. Uh, Mr. Plow says she's burnt all her bridges. I mean, yeah. I, don't, yeah. I, I disagree. I think you don't No, Cause she didn't I, like, I feel like the Jedi way is, is that like Obi-Wan sees a potential ally in her and he knows like if she were to arrive on Tatooine and say, I was wrong, I got my ass dusted by Vader, but I want to try again. I want to make this right. Like he knew exactly what to appeal to, to get under her skin in the first place. So he knew if the conditions were different, he, he could have gotten her on board. Okay. So like, I, I feel like there's a chance that like he would train her if that's what she chose to do. Um, I'm gonna go with for odds that, so people are talking about like, oh, Obi-Wan's only been cut off from the force for like 10 years or whatever. Mm-hmm. How is he so rusty? But then he's like old man Ben in A New Hope and he's like whip sharp and like able to like do mind tricks and all this stuff. And I'm like, well, at no point did like there wasn't anything explicit saying he hadn't used the force in X amount of time. Mm -hmm. So it's highly possible that he trains her. Like he actually does train her and it takes a while and he actually like spends time training her. I don't know, but there's a whole lot of unknown variables here. Um, So uh, percentage, percentage of her her surviving. uh, Yeah. Surviving a what? <laughs> surviving past episode six. That's all we can say. I'm gonna say survival chances. I'm gonna say sixty-two percent. Sixty-two percent. Sixty-two percent. Okay, so that's a thirty-eight. Sixty-two and yeah. a thirty-eight. Okay, that's good. That's good. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm, what? Okay, so this kind of ties in with my experience with Rogue One is that like I went into Rogue One not expecting the, the characters to die. And then and then my, my ex who I had gone with, she was like, of course they're gonna die. We never see them again. But in Star Wars, the galaxy is so huge. We don't have to see someone like Reva ever. She can go off in one direction. We can, she just yeah, isn't involved with the, with the fight anymore or she's off doing her own thing. Ahsoka. We didn't see Ahsoka in the original trilogy because she's she's not she's off doing her own thing, right? And yeah. so there's a lot of characters just because we don't see or hear any mention of Reva doesn't mean she's not alive later, right? Yeah. Um, 
And there's an added thing where, where I've been bringing this up every single episode or so. Like, what's the point of this series? Are we to, like, assume that for 18, 19 years on Tatooine, like, Ben didn't do anything worth of note? Is he just going to go back and spend another 10 years not doing anything of note? Like, or he just, he goes to Alderaan, and then he, his last flight into Tatooine is, like, right before he saves Luke in A New Hope. Like, he's just been off-planet the whole time, <laughs> and he just drops back in just to do, like, he's been having his adventures. I don't know, but... But Nidra, like, maybe he does train Reba. Maybe he trains her for a little bit. Luke knows him as old man Ben, the, like, yeah. weird dude who lives off over there. Like, yeah. and, like, he's, like, even, like, Uncle Owen calls him a wizard. Yeah. Yeah. That's a weird thing to call somebody who's just minding their business, you know? Right. So yeah. maybe he does so, do things in the next 10 years. Maybe he still yeah. matters, is what I'm trying to say. He's always mattered. But for 10 years not doing anything, <laughs> do those 10 years matter? Yeah, no. So it's like, like, yeah. So with all this time, <clears throat> I feel like he's doing something and Reva might be a part of it. She might be the catalyst. Like if, if she doesn't make it through episode six, maybe she's the catalyst that makes him want to keep his skills sharp or whatever. Maybe he gets a droid and and tra- i don't know man but he yeah. yeah he's in decent shape by the time he meets like grown-up luke's is what i'm saying yeah. so yeah yeah i uh i don't know where this is gonna go but uh i am excited for episode six and uh Me too. uh uh i'm liking reva i'm loving leia little leia She's so good. I like her a lot. Like, um, and Bale needs to keep his mouth shut. Come on, Bale. <laughs> it it kind of, you can kind of like, I, I write it off as Bale's not an espionage guy. Like Leia is, Bale's not. Bale's a politician. He's just like, hey, you know, here's all I'm the information. I'm telling you, on. this is how they figure it out. This is yeah. how they learn. He yeah, does you know. seem like somebody who'd fall for like one of those online scams, like an email or something, right? Like he got he got caught on tape, you know. <laughs> he got fished IRL. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what quinoa Voss? Oh, Quinlan Voss. Quinoa Voss shows up and saves the <laughs> that day. Is so rude. Quinoa. I hope, I hope not. One million to one odds. One million to one odds. That's. Don't tell me the odds, Mr. Plow. Yeah, uh, I feel like the, the name drop is pretty much all the Quinlan we're going to get. Yeah. Yeah. Quinoa. And I'm fine with that. There's a season two coming, so like... Of what? Of Kenobi. Is there? I'm, not I don't... That, I'm pretty sure they announced there's going to be season two. I think you're making it up. Or you I, I thought it was a one and done, but I mean, you know, no, because I I, I remember sure. people being like, what more story is there to tell? And I'm like, now you see a lot. <sighs> nothing, nothing, nothing credible. There is a site out there called thedirect.com saying that season two is reportedly in development, but there's other sites saying or hypebeast.com, but just the name hypebeast.com I've never been on there. <laughs> It just sounds like they're all about 
like okay no just uh, everything's question mark has a question mark yeah. after it yeah you can write any headline you want with a question mark yeah because you could say <laughs> yeah. like yeah no because it's like you know does grapefruit yeah. cause your voice to get deeper find out click here yeah and then like <laughs> the answer is no I, no <laughs> i once like i heard someone say like if, if there's a question in a in a, an article headline then the answer is most likely no yeah, yeah there, but, there was it, it won't be straight up no it'll be like grapefruits are great fruits you know right. you, you remember the down. summertime you had it's like yeah like three pages worth of text well yeah. the answer is no well they do that with <laughs> well like, it can't make your voice deeper it can't I'll make you like, smile harder is there saturday saturday night live tonight well i'll be like is there a new episode and then it'll be like the article would literally be is there saturday night live tonight you click on it and it's like Saturday Night Live is blah 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 blah, and then it goes down. And it's like there is not an episode tonight. <laughs> Great, I'm so. And then it keeps referencing the, the same question too throughout. It. So yeah, like, just. To, but the to... question is, do you does the grapefruit make your voice deeper? Before we get into that answer, it's also important to know what can make your voice deeper. What right. is a grapefruit? <laughs> yeah, here's a picture what? of a grapefruit. What are the benefits <laughs> of having a deeper voice? <laughs> is a grape is a grapefruit a grape or is it a fruit the, an, the, the answer may surprise you it's a fruit not a grape okay cool um <laughs> uh i'm excited for episode six i think uh it'll be fun um and uh uh i'm interested to see what's coming up what other star wars stuff is coming up we got andor and ahsoka is next right Bad Batch yeah, Andor season two. Oh yeah, Bad Batch season two and Andor are the, two. the most recent two that are gonna. And Ahsoka's filming right now. Mandalorian's uh, coming out early 2023. Mm-hmm. I thought, is it early 2023? Like February or something like that. Okay, I'm cool with that. So we're gonna get other stuff until then. All right, we got a lot of stuff. I'm excited. It's kind of nice. No movies though. I know. Matt Matthew loves the movies, and I love. I get it. I get it. Uh, I watched, I'm also I, okay. I with, mentioned to you, I watched Star Wars in the movie theater this weekend. It was playing in a local cinema. It's yeah. just so awesome, man! This is so awesome. I still haven't Smash seen the original trilogy in theaters. Well, you can go with me to watch yes. Empire Strikes Back this weekend. Mm. I could. We'll see. <laughs> but you won't. I might. I don't know if I have <laughs> okay. time, but. I might, don't have time. It's a Saturday. I might have. I schedule all my. Okay, Matthew, we'll okay. talk later. We can get into this later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there might be a new episode of Saturday Night Live. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? I might have to. I might have, no, they're on. They're on summer break. Um, thank you guys so much for 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 coming out and doing this. Thank you, Nidra, for uh, taking time out of your early early morning uh, uh, to watch Obi Wan Kenobi and be on the after show here. Uh, thank you, Matthew, for being my co-host here uh thank you to everybody out there for uh, uh for watching this show if you're watching the live stream you are watching this on volume.com slash the keeg show volume is our number one streaming platform uh or you're watching us on twitch.tv slash the keeg show or youtube.com slash the keeg show shout out to tj on youtube shout out to mr deutsch on twitch um uh shout out to mr plow and miss marauder and uh 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 Matthew A. Maury's there too. He's all over the yeah. place. Um, uh, and everybody else out there on volume. Um, 
if you are listening to the podcast, you are listening to the podcast uh, wherever you get your podcast from, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Um, and if you want to look up our social media, it's at The Keeg Show pretty much everywhere. TikTok, Instagram are our big ones, but we're also on Twitter, Facebook, that sort of thing. Um, uh, yeah, Nidra, where can we find you online? What do you got coming up? Anything that you want to plug? Um, just my existence, I think. Uh, my name is Nidra, N-E-D-R-A, and I'm Nidra Loves Cosplay everywhere except Twitter, and I'm Nidra Loves Jedi there. Um, is it because Nidra I, Loves Cosplay couldn't fit? Yep. Oh. <laughs> There's fair. a character limit. It was very rude, so uh, I'm Nidra Loves Jedi. Um, I TikTok mostly. I'm starting to tweet more and more. Um, I can make tweets really easily. TikToks require a little bit more effort. Um, yeah. yeah, so I, I mostly do Ahsoka cosplay. I've been doing a lot more Star Wars fan analysis. Um, but yeah, so just, I guess, find me somewhere and you can listen to me ramble some more about Star Wars. because I like You're it. very active. Like, you're, you're like your content. You always have like new content and stuff. That's cool. I always see you on Twitter. That's what I'm like. Okay. I see the okay. post and I'm like, oh, okay. You're just That's always on the point. most like active I am. I've I've been in kind of a lull on TikTok content, but I have mm. some new stuff coming really soon. Yeah. Um, that I'm excited about. So yeah. And then you were at celebration, you were posting about celebration on Instagram. Yeah. Celebrate. I still have a bunch of stuff I didn't post from celebration huh. too. Um, yeah, it was it was a whole lot. I think the whole reason why I haven't posted in a minute on like TikTok and Insta is just because I have been beyond exhausted after celebration. Like it yeah. was a big I, I cosplayed three out of four days. And yeah, it was a That's big wild. like yeah, especially Ahsoka three days. <laughs> yeah. Was it all different Ahsoka costumes? Yeah, the first day I did uh the Darth Vader Ahsoka, second day I did um Ahsoka, Padawan Ahsoka with a cloak. Mm -hmm. um, and then the third day I did Siege of Mandalore Ahsoka in like 45 minutes between uh, the Bad Batch panel and the Siege of Mandalore panel in the celebration stage. And uh, that was fun. But That's yeah, crazy. It, it, that was the fastest I ever got in a cosplay. It was great. Yeah. Um, shout out uh, to my shout out to my assistant, Julia Rodriguez. She's the best. You had an assistant? <laughs> Yeah, she's a friend of mine who's like a costumer. She's a super badass, like amazing person who like dedicated three of her days to holding my hand and calming me down yeah. and holding my leku down while the glue dried and all that sort of stuff. She's amazing <clears throat> and I, I love her to pieces. Yeah, um, that's nice that you had that support, especially for what you could have done it without her. Yeah. Um, thank you so much, uh, Nidra, for coming on the after show and uh, uh, spending time with us. Uh, thank you, Matthew, for being my co-host. Matthew, you're still on Instagram? Yeah, Instagram, Matthew A. Mori. If you like black and white photos, go there. It's great. Art. That's a good, that's a good selling. I try. <laughs> uh, thank you to everybody out there for watching and or listening. Once again, uh, on on live stream or podcast wherever you get your podcast from find us at the keeg show everywhere at the keeg show slash the keeg show you can find us and you find all the other shows that we have we got miss marvel after show for episode two of miss marvel that is tomorrow night 
So in however many hours, let's just say 15 hours from now, uh, we're going to do that. And then um, we have Comic Talk on Thursdays, Keep Back on Fridays, and then we're talking about Young Justice Season 4 on Saturday. So we've got a lot of stuff. So definitely stay tuned. Thank you once again, everybody involved. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, and this has been uh, Episode 5 of the Obi-Wan Kenobi After Show. Take care.